When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. LSU, Tennessee, Nick Saban, Tennessee. Guys, Nick Saban owes his career to Tennessee. I don't know if you guys know that or not. But Nick Saban has secured three upsets. His career was springboarded off three upsets that all relate to Tennessee. Two at Tennessee's expense, one that cleared the path for Tennessee to win the national title. If you want to go through them. Uh, yeah, go 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 through them right now. I also want to take a, a look quickly at the uh, the the coaches that have won the most championships. But if, if, if you got that pulled up, go for it. So 1998, guys, Nick Saban was, Dave will probably knows this, Nick Saban was all but fired at Michigan State. He'd had three 500 seasons. The athletic director stood by him, but the fans were restless. And they were four and four. And the only thing that saved his job that year was upsetting number one Ohio State, which propelled Tennessee to its first number one ranking in 40 years. Tennessee goes and wins the national title. That was just enough to keep Nick Saban around for another year. So Michigan State goes nine and two the next year and is a top 20 program. Saban then goes to LSU, 2000. LSU's two and two. They lost to UAB. Dave, you went to Baton Rouge to cover that game. I'm sure you thought this is going to be the easiest blowout win for Tennessee ever, right? Going into uh, I thought so. <clears throat> uh, well, I thought it was really weird that the uh, Baton Rouge advocate put the UAB waving the flag on the front page on the Saturday after the game, a full seven days after the game. So I thought they were trying to stoke the fire a little bit, um, and 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 they did. Um, with the LSU thing, if I may, for a second, I thought that was a terrible hire at the time. Um, I, I didn't think he'd know the culture, which is what we've said about Brian Kelly and, and that sort of thing. And does that really matter in retrospect? I think we've made too much of that. <clears throat> but the other thing that I remember is the story, and I can't remember exactly where I heard it, of uh, him him being concerned that he wouldn't like the LSU job until Jimmy Sexton was nice enough to remind me that they turn more NFL players per capita than any other state in the nation. And Nick Saban became a little bit more okay with that toupee. That's exactly what happened. And because what happened and here's, and, and by the way, the Nick Saban after his first year secured the number one recruiting class at LSU because of Louisiana kids. How did he secure it though? After that loss to UAB, he goes and switches quarterbacks from Josh Booty to Rohan Davey, Tennessee and John Chavis were completely blindsided and Rohan Davey torches them. They upset Tennessee Dirty to 31 in overtime. I there's a very famous clip of fans storming the field and a player and a fan pushes Cedric Wilson as he's running onto the field, just shoves him <laughs> straight up. Um, typical LSU fan. But they yeah, they stormed the field for upsetting Tennessee. That propelled LSU to an eight and four season, which was all Saban needed to get the number one class. 
What happens the year after that? LSU, severe underdogs to Tennessee. They're down. They had already lost to Tennessee earlier in the year. They're down 17 to 7. It's SEC title. Tennessee's number two. They're up 17 to 7 on LSU. LSU loses their starting quarterback, Rohan Davey, starting running back, LeBrandon Tofield. All Tennessee has to do is hold this lead against a severe, an inferior West team, and they're going to the national title. And Nick Saban does, and I think you would agree with me, Dave, the greatest in-game adjustment in the history of college football coaching in that game with him and Jimbo Fisher to roll Matt Malk out there and say, we're just going to win off the QB draw against the best interior defensive line in college football history in Tennessee that year. With well, that was one of two. The other one um, was when he switched quarterbacks during the national championship game. That still, to me, blows me away that he, he did that. Not that it worked. That he was <laughs> that was actually you're right. That was incredible that he did that. I remember thinking at the time, I was like, work or not, this is one of the most amazing things that I've I've ever seen. I think we need to realize just for a second what what college football is losing and how dominant he was. Uh Nick Saban with seven titles, six at Alabama, one at LSU. That's another thing that we don't factor in a lot. You win them at two different schools. That's that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Um, mm -hmm. uh, really impressive. Bear Bryant was six. They were all at Alabama. Uh, then you get into Bur Bernie Berman at Minnesota. You probably know who he is. I don't. Uh, Woody Hayes at five, and uh, you start falling off a little bit till you get to the Frank uh, Leahy's of the world, John McKay's of the world with four, Howard Jones with three, Walter Camp with three, Urban Meyer with three, Tom Osborne with three. We're just talking about. A very small list. So if you want to go modern era guys, you're basically talking about Osborne, uh, Meyer, uh, now Smart, obviously, uh, Saban, and that's pretty much it. Modern era. I don't know where you count Woody Hayes I mean, or 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 Bear in that. Well, so the the thing. I don't judge coaches on just number of national championships before 1992. And I encourage you guys all to go back and look at my last two videos. It talks about how college football, the era of national champions evolved. The national championship was mythical before 1992. And you know this, Dave, when you watch Tennessee in the eighties as a fan, you thought about winning the sec, right? National championship was kind of in the ether. It's like, it's like winning, like when you're, when you win your high school state championship, you don't think about being number one in the nation. You think about winning your state championship. Yeah, I can remember television going way back. You'd wait for that sports, that two and a half minute sports report, and it would lead uh -huh. with the SEC standings, or even if Tennessee was ranked in the AP. Yeah, because that was the big deal yeah. was the SEC, and so it's funny you bring that up. It it it's you know because the polls ranked them. It was such an ether, and for a long time there was just it was just kind of out there, and it was cool. But yeah, so you know, Bear Bryant six, like Bear Bryant has a national two national championships. I don't think he deserves, but he has one. I think he does deserve when he went undefeated. So okay, Joe Paterno had four undefeated seasons, and he's only got two national titles, one of which he wasn't undefeated. I, so it's always it's iffy with how you judge these national championships and things like that. However, in the nineties, you're right. It's they when they started to set the game. I'll go Tom Osborne, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer. And now Kirby Smart. Um, you can maybe say Bobby Bowden because he got two in 93 and 99. But again, that 93 one was the most BS national title ever because they lost to Notre Dame and somehow got to declare themselves number one. Yeah, the, and I'm uh, just going to be real year. frank. I pulled up a terrible list. Uh, so they didn't have they didn't have Bobby Bowden on it and uh, they didn't have Dabo on it. So those are two guys. Um, but I think you would agree that when you go from that one to two, that was the point I was making. You're a different level 
of coach. Even Dabo, who I think is probably the worst of all the guys that we have mentioned with multiple championships in the modern era, because I think he had a defensive coordinator he could hand things over to with Brent Venables. I'll still give him his props and call him one of the elite coaches because he's got two championship rings of this era. I'm still not going to hate on him just because personally, I don't think he's of the same ilk as a Meyer or a Saban or a Smart. I think Dabo is the type of CEO. Here, here's a great comparison. Dabo is the type of CEO Tennessee thought they were getting with Derek Dooley. Which is to say that he may not be the best ball guy. You know what I mean? But I think Dabo is a great CEO of a program in that in that level. And I, I think Buck and I are on, because he he's the one commenting about Clemson on message board. I think we're on the same page. He says Dabo is a good coach. I think Dabo is a good coach. I think that Kirby Smart and Nick Saban are elite coaches. And I think Meyer's right there with being elite. I agree, but I think Dabo's an elite CEO. I think Dabo knows how to... I think Dabo actually, and this is where... um, I'm trying to draw a comparison. This is where he's actually similar to Bobby Bowden. I don't think Bobby Bowden was much of a ball guy, do you? I think he was more of a CEO at Florida State than anything. And He knew knew offense pretty good. I mean, I I I thought his offense was... I thought his offense was ahead. Of I thought that was time. Mark Rick. Well, I mean, you have to you have to have the willingness to turn that over to somebody. Uh, I think that that gets forgotten sometimes.